Hi, I'm Abby Schneiderman. And I'm Gene Newman, and this is In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast. As we're nearing the end of the year, Abby, I want to ask, are there any things you like to do as we start seeing the final days of the year disappear as we're about to start a new one? Is there any rituals, any habits, anything you see as we get towards this time of year? Well, it's funny that you ask, Jean, because I I know a lot of people do spring cleaning. I think I probably do spring cleaning also, but I do spring cleaning at the end of the year. (laughs) The end of the year. Also, right. Yes. Is it actual cleaning or is it other things? Because you figure spring cleaning, you're dusting, you're going underneath things, you're cleaning out filters, or is it no. mostly just like a personal? Purge? It's organizing. It's de- organizing. it's de- actually what it is is decluttering. End I of feel year like by the yeah by the end of the year, I feel like I don't know. I look around. There's piles of stuff everywhere. There's um, you know you've you've maybe kids have have grown out of clothes. Mm-hmm. There's stuff filling, you know, their drawers. I literally just last week got so fed up with everything in the kids' drawers that I emptied out every single drawer, took out every single thing from their closets and went item by item to figure out if anything was able to be donated or too small, you know, could um, be passed down, etc. And how so much, how much like, would you say you purge from that? How much was it like, was it, a, was it like a kind of shot? You're like, wow, we really made some progress. A huge, a huge amount. Yes. And, and I also didn't, it wasn't just about decluttering, but I also moved things around. I, I realized, you know, I wanted, I wanted certain things to be more accessible in their closets. So I just used it as a good opportunity to, um, because we're going to go away during their holiday break. Mm-hmm. When I come back from a holiday break, I want things to be clean, tidy, and organized. And that that makes sense because also at the end of the year when it's colder, if you live in the, the, the northeast or the colder climates, it's more comfortable to clean and to do physical exertion because you're not sweating the whole time in the spring sometimes in New York. I realize I like when it's colder because I feel more motivated to kind of want to move around. A lot of times moving big things, uh, getting rid of things. So it's more of yeah, an organizing and a purge than it is a cleaning because at that point – you want to make sure for me, I look at it as, and again, could be the nerdiness, uh, the finance part, because I, I don't, it's not like I'm waiting to file taxes on the first of the year, but I like to see where everything was. I've put together like a very basic overview spreadsheet. A lot of it's through financial aggregation apps, uh, just to see what I did last year financially. Like when it comes to like, how much did I spend on this? How much I spend on that? Are there things that I'm waiting on? Because I know that some expenses once it comes to the new year, you can't use them on your taxes, but I'd like to just get an idea and it's not finishing it out, but it's at least getting it started and knowing that I made some progress on it. So when it comes time for taxes, I'm not starting from scratch. Right. You're, what you're doing is financial decluttering. Yep. Right. Totally. I also do it in our, I also do it in our pantry and in our refrigerator twice a year. I like to, I mean, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm in a little bit of an organizing freak, but I mean, right. But, um, so I take twice a year. I like to take, I mean, this actually really bothers some of the people in my household, but I, I feel like I have to do this, but I take out everything that's expired. I take out all the food in the refrigerator that could go bad. 
um, you know, soon. And I try to, whether, you know, we can give it away or um, give it to people who come over. I give, you know, to go containers and I just try to get, I try to clean out the refrigerator so that I, I feel like otherwise things just start to accumulate. And it's really, it's really hard to start working on some of the other big, um, bigger ticket items, right? Like that yeah. we deal with at Everplans on a daily basis when your life is also a mess. And so I think it's really important to keep, you know, all aspects of your life decluttered. You know, it's interesting. I usually clean out that stuff when I realized I used too big of a garbage bag and I feel like I'm, th- and I have to throw my garbage away. And cause you know, maybe I got like some dog wee pads in there or something. And I'm like, there's so much space in here. Okay, I'm opening up the fridge and I'm going through everything. I'm opening up the drawers just because I know I feel like I'm just, it becomes this motivating thing. It's probably me because I'm a weirdo. I wonder if other people, they just feel like they don't want to use, they don't want to throw away like a half empty garbage bag. So I will go through and be like, oh, wow, this ketchup is from like 2018. And this stuff, and I know they say honey doesn't go bad, Abby, but you know what? When it crystallizes and get all sugary like that, I, it's, it's to me, that means it went bad. Right. You're, and you're how are you supposed to organize your finances and, and your state planning documents when you can't even keep your Tupperware drawer organized? Yeah, so I- <laughs> you're right, Abby. I love that connection. You're right. You, you can't. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the company that helps you get your life organized and keep it that way. Through Everplan's expert content and app, you're able to organize everything from your Wi-Fi password to how you pay your mortgage, from health insurance details to when your pet's vaccines are due. Download the free iOS app today to get started or visit www.everplans.com to learn more. And and if your kid, same with the drawers, because the reality is as you're going through those drawers looking for clothes and you have to you have to claw through all these things that are maybe nostalgic. I'm a fan of if there's some t-shirts or there's some things that have like a nostalgia feel, like I have like old little jackets I had when I was a kid or like an old t-shirt from like a concert that I went to, like I'm fine putting that stuff to the side. But when you're looking at just the clothes that we wear on a regular basis that you've either outgrown, you don't like anymore, you figure it'd be better with someone else. You shouldn't have to clutter. You shouldn't have to, manage your way through the clutter to get to the things you actually want to use. I'm and we actually, so, so one of the things that I put into each closet is a memento box and the box is there so that when there are certain things that are worth saving, there's a very simple, easy place for them to go. And, and then at the end of the year, right, we can, yep. we can start a new box. So I think that it's important to, to do what you're saying, to have a place to put the things that are important, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then the rest of the things we have to let go of because otherwise they just make it hard for us. Yeah. And, and knowing what emotional things are, like if there's a pair of gloves you wore for a while and one's ripped and you have better gloves, like sometimes you have to say, nah, they're, they're, th- these aren't, they're not all going in a museum. Like you, they should be usable. And for me, a lot of times it's with electronics. And I know if we were talking with Adam uh, of Everplans, uh, he would say similar, like he loves holding on to electronics. And for me, I realized there are nostalgic electronics, like having an old iPod, it still has the turning wheel just for the fun of it, or an old iPad that was like the first version, or I have a Zune, which was the Microsoft listening thing. So I'll have some ones that are small and fun, but if it's something that clearly isn't anything like a phone case for a phone I no longer have, like garbage, like there's certain things that you shouldn't just keep 
out of that habit. If you're not going to be using it at any point, it doesn't provide any real memory or nostalgia for it. It's really good to purge it. It's good to get yeah. rid of it. And that's where I, so I like that you have that memento box. It could do a lot of things. It could also be like, if you're cleaning out a kitchen, you're like, yeah, I don't use this one item that's small, but it was something that was like from your family. It's something your mom used, your grandma used. You might right. want to say this goes into an heirloom type feeling. And for us at the end of the year, because we live in on the East coast, right? There's seasons here by this time of year, it's gotten cold. Mm-hmm. So it's time for us to switch out our seasonal um, clothing. So we have, you know, now I, I, I make it easy for us to access things like hats and gloves and scarves, and we move the bathing suits away, that kind of thing. So I, it's, it's, that's what, that's the kind of, um, that's the kind of spring cleaning I do in December. I love that. And and, and it's good because there are, this is a, it's such a strange month because, you know, you have Thanksgiving, then, you know, we were racing to the end of the year with all this work and it's extremely busy, but then there's that extra bit of like time, sometimes you have at home where you're like, I want to still be productive. I want to take the productivity I'm putting towards work and put it a little towards home. And then after that, you could relax. Because as you said, when you go away, right when you hit the ground running on January 2nd, or whenever people get back, people that are even smarter will say they'll come back after the first week of January. They, You don't want to have to deal with that stuff. You feel like a new year starting and I want to kick it off right and not have to deal with the other stuff. But then that also leads to something else I'm wondering about, Abby. Uh, resolutions, yay or nay? I I like them in theory. I just don't know that I'm very good at keeping them. <laughs> I've like, never kept one. I love them. I love the idea of a resolution. Um, but I'm also in favor of resolutions that are achievable. Yes. And so I find that when I when I if I make you know if I make a resolution that's impossible to keep, then it just sort of like you know, evaporates into thin air. Yeah. I try to find something that I don't do well or that I should get better at and say, I want to get a little better at this. Like for example, like getting back to people, I'm just terrible at that. Like I, I it's, it's something that I'm sure has a, a psychologist listening to this could, could probably write it up. I've read stories about it, but you're great. Like Abby, someone emails you, you're back before they even send, before they hit send, you've already replied back to them before someone leaves the voicemail. You're already calling them back for me. Sometimes I'm okay, but if I don't do it immediately, it's, it sits there. That's and I'll a be like, one. that's a good, that's a great resolution. I'm going to hold I've been doing it for the last 10 years and I'm still crappy at it, Abby. Cause you know what I'll say? I just want to get back better. And for me, it's, it, it is, it's like a, if I don't do it right now, you'll notice if I don't reply immediately, it'll be something that'll sit there. And I have so many snooze things where I'm like, oh, I meant to send, for example, someone a copy of the book. I meant to email this person because we haven't spoken in a while or and then it gets to that point where I just get, I get busy and, and I'm not good at, at, at like following up on that. But I look at those things as achievable. And I also, the resolution idea, I like them at odd, weird intervals during the year, because then it makes dates that didn't seem to matter important. Like the first of the year is important to everyone. I'm going to start a diet. I'm going to quit this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I feel like that puts pressure on it. Whereas for me, I like if someone picks a date, like they're like, okay, March 17th is the day you start working out every day. You know, June 9th is the day you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to stop sugar for a month on that. I like that idea of creating dates that you would just random ideas and there's no pressure. And, and here's the thing too, not telling anyone until you feel like you've achieved something. 
That's my favorite thing. I, I feel resolutions are a lot for advertising. Oh, you're going to, Abby, if I tell you this, you're going to hold me to it. But the reality is you're not. And I feel like I could, you know, I'd rather say, Abby, by the way, in the last six months, I ended up getting back to 10 people that I never would have gotten back to before. And you're like, wow. You? Actually, I'm so proud of you. I'm very proud of you. So, so I, I feel, I feel the silent achievement and making it happen. Like when you look at someone and you say, wow, that person seems like they're like doing better. They seem a little more fit. They seem a little more awake. They seem a little more alive. And you're like, oh yeah. Cause for the last six months, I've been going to the gym. I've been cutting this down. I've been getting up at this hour. I've been going to sleep. And you're like, wow, so you really changed. And I'm seeing the results without you having to tell me that in advance. So maybe people should do that. Make a resolution. Don't tell anyone until June where they could either tell that you've improved or you feel like I need to work a little harder. And it's I like an ongoing it. process. I like it. I think that that's great. There we go. So that's well, how we're going to do it. Happy New Year, Gene. Happy New Year, Abby. We've done it. 2024. Where did all these years go? 2024. Well, thank you for joining. In case you get hit by a podcast, we hope you had a great year. Yes. And if there's any things that you do at the end of the year or the beginning of the year that they give you some energy, that gives you some promise, that gets you excited for the new year, uh, let us know through at uh, podcast at everplans.com. Bye. Laters.